Welcome to the Golan Podcast. I'm Blaine Adifris. And I'm Cooper Herman. So today's episode is about being back in school. Cooper and I are both seniors, and today we have a special guest, Maya Samuel. Thanks for being here, Maya. Thank you for having me. So looking back, what were you guys' favorite parts of your summer? My favorite part was probably going to all the grad parties. It was literally back-to-back every Saturday, every Sunday for like four to six weeks straight. Um, but it was yeah. a lot of fun. Blaine, what about you? Um, I'll definitely agree with Maya. That's definitely one of my favorite moments in summer. But also when I went to visit Chicago and I went to go play at like an ID camp, I feel like that was also very fun. So. Yeah. Did you like the campus or what stood out to you? Yeah, the campus is very beautiful, like the buildings itself, just mm-hmm. the aesthetic of it all. It's very, very beautiful. <laughs> the, the education's also amazing, and I really like the coach, so. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. really fun. Okay. Um, so. How about you? My favorite part, um, probably being in New York. It was a good experience. It was my first time. Like, I'd been in New York one time. Really? But I was like seven or something so i didn't really take it in mm-hmm. um, but being there for a few weeks this summer was probably yeah. my favorite part of the summer the- so now that we're back in school what are you guys thoughts on e-hall passes and for those of you who don't know e-hall passes are a new system that was implemented by our county this year um they did a pilot program last year right before we went to summer and it basically is an electronic way of keeping track of who's in the hallway how long they've been out um, where they are um, and it gives teachers and administration a detailed look at their student body and where they are. So yeah. what are your guys' thoughts? Personally, I think I have pros and cons about the e-hall pass. I feel like there is, like, an efficient way um, of actually keeping track on, like, who's out in the hallway. Because I know a lot of students, like, go outside of class just to roam around the hallways. And they're, like, they spend, like, 15 or 20 minutes outside of class. So I feel like in that sense, it is efficient. But because, like, it's a limited amount of people um, that are allowed to leave at a single time, it is also terrible because if you have to use a restroom and there's, like, a hall limit, like, you're not allowed to use a restroom. So in that sense, I don't like it. Yeah, Yeah. I completely agree. I think the problem is that um, there's, like, a limit um, on how many people can be in the hallway at once. And I think it's a little not... I think it's, it's just kind of annoying because it's like you can't control when you have to use the bathroom. And so yeah. I know that not everyone is going to go out and roam the halls like for 20, 25 minutes. So I feel mm-hmm. like maybe they should like maybe add more people, like the maybe increase the traffic hall limits. Um, mm-hmm. Just do something about that. But other than yeah. that, I don't really care for it. Yeah, me neither. But at the same time, none of my teachers actually listen to the limit because if I have to use the restroom and we're at like full capacity of being like outside – they would still let me go. They just tell me to get my pass and just go. Yeah. But I feel like we teachers nor the students really enjoy having this e hall pass, and I don't really think that we follow the direct rules. Yeah. So I just feel like it's just pointless in in my in my defense. I get scared because I don't know when to ask or when to like be like, hey, can you uh um, what's it called? Can you accept my e hall pass? I'm yeah, like, like, especially class. especially if it's like mid lecture or like mid like homework or something like you hear like the notification like from the computer and it's just it just cuts off like the whole momentum of the teacher so i just i don't like asking for it either exactly yeah yeah i agree i think i think you know 
I've seen a difference in how many kids are roaming the halls and just like standing yeah. around in the bathrooms. So mm-hmm. in that sense, I feel like they've accomplished their goal. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like the limit is really hard yeah. uh, because like Maya said, you can't choose when you, when you need to use the bathroom. Um, but like, luckily, as Blaine said, most of my teachers I've overheard say like, just go. Yeah. Um, if if you have to go and go. it's li- and it's maxed out. But every time I try, it says max. max. No, yeah. Max. yeah. I've never seen it actually work. Yeah. Like, I've always like, gotten to just go. I'm pretty sure a teacher of mine said it's 35 kids. And you got to think about it. We have 2,300 students. Yeah. So, oh, that's like, crazy. that just doesn't add up. Crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure they give only two hall passes per classroom. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not that like people actually like not that many people go at a single time though. So. Yeah. yeah. So um so yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about it. But I honestly would be fine with it if they just like got rid of the cap of how many students could be out or at yeah. least increased it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Personally uh, it doesn't really affect me though, because like, if yeah. I have to use the restroom and if I tell my teacher, my teacher will simply let me go. So I feel like personally it doesn't really affect me. But I don't I don't know what their approach is. I understand it, but I hope they realize, like the administration realize that it's not actually working. But, yeah. Okay. So similarly, standard based grading has also been implemented in our county and certainly at our school. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah. So standard based grading is supposed to measure, I guess, our performances rather than like, you know, our homework or like, it's basically supposed to assess how much we actually are learning and so that's kind of like their proposed objective which is why they say oh we can um retake objectives instead of saying like we can retake a test they're supposed Mm -hmm. to say you can retake an objective for up to 90 percent i think um yeah and so one thing that my teacher explained to me was that it's harder to bring your grade down because um i mean actually don't remember why but he basically explained it like it's harder (laughs) to bring your grade down but it's also hard to bring it up and i remember last year in one of my classes um when they were piloting the standard-based grading system um it was really hard for me to bring up my hoa grade because um it's it just didn't seem like it was moving and i didn't know whether i was on the border or not because it's only to the 10th decimal place so i was like you know i had no clue where i was right yeah 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 i agree um i think i i don't really know where they're going with this but i guess their intentions are good but for me personally (laughs) i feel like it's kind of weird because you can almost do nothing and then when the test test day comes if you do well you'll have a good grade and that to me seems flawed um and similarly if you do all the work, but then you have a bad testing day, you'll have a terrible grade. And I don't feel like that best represents how a student actually is doing in the class. So yeah. I think that's an issue they need to address. Um, yeah, and, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And with this new system, I'm feeling like there's a lack of homework. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, because I feel like with graded homework, that just kind of gave kids more of a motivation to actually do it. Right, exactly. But now that like the standard-based grading is not making homework mandatory nor is it for a grade i feel like that just makes it like least likely for the students to actually be doing the homeworks obviously like kids who want like the extra practice and like in order to like actually do well on tests you're obviously gonna have to do the practices i still think that it's better and more efficient for kids to 
actually have their homeworks graded. Yeah. And I think they need to incentivize homework for most of the student body at, at our school. I think mm-hmm. it's really a big ask for administration to expect high schoolers to hold themselves accountable every night uh, yeah test day you know at the end of the day we're like 14 15 16 17 Mm -hmm. so i think they need to incentivize homework so that kids get it done and get the practice that they need to do well on test i agree Um, yeah yeah i think essentially it's also about like i don't know if it's trying to prepare us for college but like in college you know who's going to be like keeping us on our toes and especially for the older kids I feel like this is good enough practice. Like seniors and juniors who mm-hmm. are 17 and 18, we need to start holding ourselves accountable. You know, it's yeah. not, nobody's going to be breathing down our necks saying like, you need to complete your math packet. You know, it's all for the benefit of like actually learning. But yeah. I also know that sometimes homework can make or break your grade. You know, I remember mm-hmm. times where I was literally struggling, um, trying to bring my grade up. And the only thing that would really help me, you know, even after hours of studying and trying to retake tests was mm-hmm. the homework. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a big shock to know that something that was helping you before is not going to be able to support you when you're like at your last straw, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also interesting how you mentioned how um, the juniors and seniors, like they're like preparing for the future, but what about the freshmen and sophomores? They are still at a young age. They still need to have like a strict um, like schedule and like a stricter. um, What's the word? They need more structure. structure. There you go. Yeah, they need more structure. Yeah, I think, yeah. I have a freshman brother, and I just feel like kids coming straight out of middle school, um, it's a big ask for them to be holding themselves accountable every night. Um, But, yeah, I I agree with Maya's point. I think, you know, college is a lot like this, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a big difference cognitively between a a 19, 20-year-old compared to a 14, 15-year-old. So I think they need to uh, be aware of that. And the only reason why these 19, 20 year olds are good where they are at right now is simply because like they had stricter rules back mm-hmm. when they were younger. Right. So I feel like the learning, like learning how to actually do their homework and like actually finding the, it important and actually doing it. I feel like that's what's making them successful right now. Yeah. Definitely. And like why I said, I feel like homework was a resource. Mm-hmm. Um for grades a lot of times when the class would be challenging like it was somewhere you knew you could you know raise your grade or help your grade yeah um and i think knowing like maya said that it's not there is is intimidating and it adds to the pressure on test day yeah Um, so do you guys have a favorite class so far um yeah actually it's really funny because I don't think I've ever been more satisfied with my schedule and like my classes. <laughs> I but agree. This year is just it's it's looking really good. Um, mm-hmm. One of my classes I love right now is history. I actually have mm-hmm. it with Blaine. Yeah, um, it's a great <laughs> class. Amazing environment. I feel like so comfortable. Amazing. Um, and I also love I love my math class. Um, mm-hmm. Math has like always been one of my favorite subjects. So mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot of fun. Like the teacher likes to incorporate um, like fun like little jokes every now and then, and kind of like keeps <laughs> us on, keeps us on our toes. So yeah, uh, those are probably my top two. Yeah, and what are you guys doing in history? Uh, we're learning about well, we just finished up the Russian Revolution. Russian Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're gonna go to the March to Global War, starting with Japan. Yay! Okay. Blaine, what about you? Um, I'll have to say, teaching-wise, I feel like my favorite, this is going to be a crazy one, but I feel like my favorite class right now is Spanish. Mm. Uh 
yeah hot take but um (laughs) my teacher is actually amazing like she realizes Mm -hmm. that like our class is very underdeveloped when it comes to spanish and Mm -hmm. she's going back to the basic and actually teaching us what we should have been taught in the past years especially because we are ripped out of like we are ripped because of like sophomore and freshman year yeah yeah. taught well especially because of covid like we haven't got the actual foundations down and i feel like our spanish teacher is seeing that and not just expecting us to know but is asking us if we know and from that like she's actually like teaching us like things that is needed especially because we're about to take this this exam for the ib spanish exam so i feel like her teaching is probably my favorite but my favorite class is definitely um topics with maya and my teacher is also very amazing so yes very interesting okay so cooper what's your favorite class um i think my favorite class just because my teacher is pretty funny and he gives the seniors like myself a lot of freedom Mm. um and choice as to what we write about and what we learn about this year um because it's like the second part or HL section of the class. Mm. Uh, We're only a fraction of the class. So we have a lot of time to do our own assignments and like choose what we're writing about. Yeah. Are you in HL? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And the content to me is just interesting. So do you guys have a least favorite class? Uh, uh, Actually, I personally don't. don't, Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I'm, just like what Maya said, like, I love each and every single one of my classes. Like, I was blessed to have, like, a like good class, good people, good teachers. I was, I don't know. I Oh, actually, I take that back because I have to take an after-school class, so I'm going <laughs> to consider that as my least favorite. Not because of the content yeah. of the actual class, because I actually do enjoy um, theory of knowledge, but the fact that I have to take it after school is what's making it my least yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> I don't actually have a least favorite class yet. I think it's because, one, it's like the beginning of the new school year. And two, it's, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I have everything, something good about each and every one of my classes, whether Mm -hmm. I can look forward to seeing my friends or looking forward to being with a great teacher. I feel like, I mean, the environment is just really good and I'm pretty content. Yeah, me too. What about you, Cooper? Yeah, I agree. I feel like maybe I'll I'll settle on, on a least favorite class later in the year. But for right now, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Um, with my entire schedule we can um, we can try and answer this question in a month maybe two yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i feel like i'll definitely have one by like definitely in like a month yeah ask me after november ask semester. me in november oh yeah, yeah for november. sure yeah yeah <laughs> um probably as, as soon as teachers start grading you'll have at least favorite class as soon as those ias start rolling up then oh. ask me yeah. do not remind me please yeah. <laughs> so we're all seniors how are you guys feeling about senior year it's a lot of pressure. It's especially first semester. I've been told like constant. I think I've heard this at least once a day that senior year first semester is the hardest and yep. it's really overwhelming. And I just feel like there's so many things to worry about IAs and tests and college apps and, you know, writing essays, asking for letters of rec, like it's just all piling up. And yeah. I think it's like super important for us to just kind of like dis- like disassociate ourselves from all the work and all the things we have to do and just kind of like taking a break but it's yeah. it's really hard yeah 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 Blaine, what about you um i definitely agree with Maya. i feel like the stress is definitely rising but i feel like as long as i stay on schedule with 
like what I have to like turn in and like the deadlines, like especially with college apps. As long as I stay on these schedules, I feel like I'll be okay, especially because I feel like I do a pretty good job of like balancing like my work and play. Obviously, I, I, I focus on my work and I prioritize it. But I also try to make sure that I'm also having a good time, especially because it's my last year in high school. So I definitely do find that also as a priority. So it's like just a mixture of both. It's definitely stressful, but I try to make a good time out of everything. So yeah, I think yeah. that balance is super important, especially mm-hmm. because um, we tend to get like get consumed in our like you know our grades and oh my god, am I going to get into college? Am I going to do this and this? It's so overwhelming. Like yeah. we forget to like enjoy ourselves. And I know that all my older cousins and like my older sibling have all told me. Like, you know, this is, like, your last year. You should enjoy it. Like, this is going to mm-hmm. be your last first football game, your last fo- la- football game, period. Yeah. You know, your yeah. last homecoming, your last everything. So it's, Last like, first day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, it's so hard to cherish these things when you have so many other things to worry about. But it's, yeah. like, you yeah. know, you're going to look back in 10 years and be, like, wow, I wish I – Golden you know, days. Right. I wish I didn't <laughs> take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I feel like time has flown by, especially for us, because freshman year, we didn't really have a full year. Sophomore yeah. year was basically a joke. <laughs> and then we had our full, first full year of high school, and it's our junior year, which is notoriously the most stressful. But yeah. I'm starting to think differently now that senior year, first semester has begun. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it's kind of zoomed by. Yeah, um, but agreed. Yeah. Okay, I actually have a question. Are you guys content with the four years you spent in the same environment? And, you know, are you basically happy with the four years that you spent at your high school? Well, Blaine, why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. Um, wait, let me think. Okay. Um, I Surprisingly, I actually do. Actually, not surprisingly at all. I'm definitely content with my last three years. Um, I'm just gonna give you like a small little run rundown of like each year because I feel like there was like some elements of everything. Mm-hmm. The freshman year it was definitely it was a it was weird, especially because coming from eighth grade to ninth grade, like it's a it's a big step. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the transition was interesting, but I got involved in, like a lot of the high school sports, and I feel like that also very like it helped. And my classes were very easy my freshman year, so. And I also stayed on top of my work, so I feel like that was good. And then yeah. sophomore year, that that kind of hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I tried to stay active because I knew if I didn't go outside or join clubs or like do sports, I knew I would not be okay. So I literally signed up for each and every like fall, spring, and like winter sport just so I can stay active. Yeah. So I feel like my sophomore year was it was it was a it was interesting. I don't know. I'm not going to call it success or anything, but it was definitely interesting given mm-hmm. like the whole pandemic, COVID-19 and everything. Right. Um, junior year, I think that was definitely like the hardest year for me because like that was actually like my first real year of high school. And that being the first year was definitely hard because that was the first time me taking full IB classes, mm-hmm. um, balancing that with soccer, choir, clubs in person like just balancing that with everything was definitely hard but I feel like I stayed focused and I stayed on top of my work so I feel like it was kind of a success so so I feel like overall I feel like I'm happy I did everything that I wanted to do and I feel like I did everything in the best like I feel like I I feel like I did everything that I wanted to do I'm just gonna leave it at that yeah what about you Cooper 
Um, so I have a little bit of a different perspective just because i went to a different high school freshman year oh my god i forgot about that about that yeah so i mean i don't know it's kind of been weird because i never really you know the high school i'm graduating from i didn't step foot in until my junior year so (laughs) it's kind of it was kind of weird it just doesn't feel like that though it's i know yeah i know um but yeah i mean like blaine said i think there have been a lot of bumps in the road but overall you know, I've been super happy with my high school years. Um, and I think the pandemic, you know, really sucked for us. Yeah. But um, I think it taught us a lot about ourselves and like how we learn best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, um, the last three years I've spent at this high school, um, it's definitely been an experience. We've had ups and downs, but I honestly... I truly can't say I can't imagine myself being anywhere else. You know, I've known some of these people since I was in third grade. And it's some of these people I've known since, you know, preschool and kindergarten. And so it's just like so crazy to see that we're finally at the end of it. And we're graduating. We're all going different paths. We'll have different, you know, colleges we want to go to or trade schools or like even Mm -hmm. just getting a job after graduation. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different career paths that we could take. And it's like we're not going to be stuck in that same bubble. So it's like, yeah. I don't know, but I definitely don't see myself being anywhere else other than the high school that I, you know, have been going to for the last three years. Um, yeah. I'm just really content with, you know, like the environment and the diversity and things like that. So yeah. I I definitely think that we're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. It's one thing I really do like about our school. It's very diverse, a lot of different energies. And although we're all different, I feel like we all come together as one. And I, yeah. just, I feel like a lot of high schools can't. Um, relate to that so I feel like that's one thing that I really do cherish about going to our high school yeah I think a lot of high schools like that are overlooked like especially ones with like higher diversity rates like you Mm -hmm. look them up and um, you look on like greatschools.org or something like Mm -hmm. that and it's like oh this school has like a low number of stars or has a low number of this and it's like that's not an accurate representation of like what the school is really like you know it's yeah. not based on numbers or like the school's of three out of ten or the school's a seven or nine out of ten that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that one is better than the other you know yeah. every yeah, school environment is different you know it's made of dif- different people different cultures different backgrounds so I feel like you don't know you know you don't know much about the school until you actually go there and you know walking into my freshman year I was completely like I had no idea what I was looking into, but I was nervous. I was, I was nervous. Like there were so many like 